this week on the show. All the way from Hong Kong. Yeah, what time is it right now? It is 7.30 at night. Yeah. In the evening, so it's dark outside. It's dark outside here, too. Uh, yeah, it's 6.30 a.m. here. So, so thank you for... Well, I guess I, I'll thank me for waking up this <laughs> <Thank> early. <laughs> Hank Wong. Very scientific. I have a scientific mind. I took scientific subjects. I can handle it like quite well, I guess. So right. I, in some sense, I can I can do great, I guess, in, sci- in science subjects or engineer subjects. But then I feel bored. <laughs> actor and when you're rehearsing late at night and yeah. coming home like 12 or one even one at midnight they they still won't scold me a bit so i think it's very lucky for me a bit they, they still will scold you a little bit now <laughs> they they're like Oh, when can you come back home for dinner? It's very hard to meet you. Oh, look, finally meeting you. You start to hesitate and start to re- rethinking. Are you, uh, are you capable? Are you really passionate enough to be an actor? And it's, it's a whole lot of stuff running inside my brain. I'm open to it. Like right. when you, when you, when you don't have the opportunity, you still have to live like you can do whatever that earns you money but don't forget the dream about being an actor and yeah. it's, that's yeah. that's more important also what happened in new york so um now let's talk about what happened in new york hank yeah <laughs> oh my god <laughs> what happened in new york hank uh, did you get mug what happened <laughs> yeah i got mug. let's talk to hank wong on the Very Creative Podcast. Hank Wong, how are you? It's been nice. Yeah? That's awesome. Where, where are you right now for the people listening? I am at my academy. Like, I am a student in the Hong Kong Academy for Performing Arts. And yeah. I'm, I'm right now sneaking in some rooms, so... Right. So nobody's using, so I can use it for a few time for some time <laughs> for this right. podcast. Yeah. What time is it right now? It is seven thirty at night. Yeah. In the evening, so it's dark outside. It's dark outside here too. <laughs> oh. Like. Wow. You see the view outside. That's crazy. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, yeah, it's six thirty a.m. here. So. God. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, so thank you for. Well, I guess I, I'll thank me for waking yeah, up this thank early. Oh, <laughs> well, thank you for coming. Oh boy. So introduce yourself for, to everyone that's listening. I am Hank, and this is my Western names, and my Chinese name is Kuang Un Hin. Yeah. And I'm now a acting student in Hong Kong Academy for Performing Arts and I'm in a bachelor degree studying acting. Yeah. That's awesome. 
Yeah. yeah. And it is my final year of my study. And right. I, and I and I met Gabriel like two years ago. Two years yeah. ago now, yeah. It feels like a year though. Yeah. Because <laughs> we uh, haven't had a, a, a 2020, so <laughs> it's non existent, <laughs> you know? So, disappeared no, it, a year. Yeah, it disappeared in the air. Oh, Jesus. Um, but yeah, um, yeah, we met in New York. You were doing a workshop at the time. My friend David Marino, who's been on this podcast before, was doing this po- uh, the, uh, the not this podcast. It was there to um, intensive in New York to do uh, a workshop with you um, yeah. and Jalen Taylor, who's also been on the podcast. And uh, yeah, I went to visit and uh, met all of you guys. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, it was fun. We, uh, yeah, we, we stood in line to, to watch a musical and then didn't get in. <laughs> and then <laughs> we went to get pizza and uh, went to try for another musical, I guess. Yeah. Beetlejuice. Was nice too. It's Beetlejuice. It's nice. Yeah, it was, you're a really nice guy. And uh, you and David, I, yeah, you're, you're great, man. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, that was fun. And uh, we can talk about our, our little experience uh, later uh, in New York or what happened to us. It's a fun little story. Yeah. I blame you, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. Um, so you're an actor. Uh, yeah. You majored in acting in Hong Kong, like you said. But it's your second degree, right? So yes. you did film yeah. first. Why Why the change? And how was the experience doing film first and then going into acting? Um, I think it's very... The, the main point is doing theater is like, it's like an extracurricular activity in Hong Kong and right. not really a... No, no many parents like their children doing theater for their career. So, and then, and the academy is just an academy. Academy is not a university. So when you graduate, you don't have a regular university degree. You don't have the certificate for a graduate. And so under many kind of considerations, and I asked my mom, and do you want, would you like me to like, pursuing a theater degree and 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 she was like you better get some other degrees in university so you can get a job in any other way so and the film degree is under is under school of communication so even though people don't know whether which major you're in, so you can still get a job because it's under communication. And it is quite famous in Hong Kong because the Baptist University, the communication school is very famous. So you can, yeah, so very practical consideration. So I get into another, sim- I, I'd say it's very similar because I would like to, get into the study about storytelling and film and theater is kind of like in similar ways. So I can, I, if I want to tell story, I can, I can still use it, use it in other media for yeah. my ultimate goal. So how about, so that I was thinking, how about I go for 
a degree that I can pretend that I have a formal education and then I can still in another way learning how to storytelling. Yeah. Yeah. So I get a film degree. Yeah. Um, I'm sure now that you've had a film degree, uh, and now that you're in acting, it's, uh, you've get, you've gotten the full experience now, I yeah. feel. Yeah. How I, has that I, been for you? I, I wasn't very into film production though. I okay. was having many communities, community theater thing. And then I have, I will, I will join in some amateur theater and yeah. I was I mainly focused in script writing when I was a film student. And I, I wrote right. a 19-minute script as my graduation feature, project. Yeah. Yeah, right. it's a, yeah. So, which is very different, f- different from people expecting. Because when, when you're talking about, oh, I'm a film graduate, you, you are very, you, sh- you should be practical, like you, sh- and you are in the cruise, you're, you are the crew member. You are. A, you can do whatever, like the lighting, the sound operation. But I choose to concentrate on script writing, and very, it is like, oh, are you really a film student? Yeah. No, I, I get that because I was studying film uh, first before I switched to English for for my bachelor, Ooh. and um, film was what I wanted to do. It's just. I don't know. It's uh, it's weird when you're studying it. It's uh, especially like I don't blame the students that were with me, but it's like there's a a clique that forms, you know. And the, oh, I I'm the the next uh, whatever uh, Christopher Nolan, and everybody follows him, you know. Yeah, it's a it's a clique, uh, or um, one director is better than the other, and that's it, you know. Uh, it's. Uh, like there's no uh it's very uh um posh you know it's very like the english would say it's very uh yeah i don't know high class i guess i don't know i didn't like that at all yeah i'm more like i'm more like a common people common person like oh i like that film (laughs) yeah it's not discussing how they used to angle how they used to shot exactly like that's annoying the mon- montage fancy words like that. that's annoying yeah <laughs> oh. yeah i no I, I couldn't do that anymore <laughs> i just wanted to write and uh yeah. when you start also teaching writing in a technical way oh you you need to do that and that scene is like that's the way it's done but there's no originality in that there's no no place to you know uh, and i learned by myself and i'm grateful that i switch and just learn writing by myself because otherwise i would have been turned off by those teachers and they were wonderful but i i, I they were not for me you know so uh. so so I, I don't know if it's if, if this is is any practical practical aspects of your of your degree or what because we we have histories we have film histories as a, some part and some some uh, theory and then the cinema and every different word part and we have some how do you say it's practical like directing the sound recording everything like. Yeah. I avoiding uh, avoiding those cinematography thing, directing things, and concentrate of more 
more textual thing like writing like reading i just tend to have that side so yeah that's great I, though that's yeah. great yeah and that's then, what i liked about english it's because it was it, it, like we were studying history while doing it and we were reading we were like doing something else and just talking about how to write you know yeah or how to to film an angle or whatever you know or <laughs> discussing an angle fucking angle it's about the story it should be about the story because film yeah. is about yeah. the story you know, and that should be the main focus. Excuse me, I'll have my coffee a little bit. <laughs> it's six thirty. Enjoy, enjoy it. <laughs> no, and but some, uh, yeah. Uh, and then my graduation project wasn't right. filmed; it's staged instead. Right. Like I, and you were a film I, student. Yeah, but right. because I, so my friend asked me, "Do you have any scripts that I can use right now? I want to have." We we're like our, our group, our, our theater group wants to have a, want to start a pro production and do you have scripts for me? And okay, I let's see if it works for you. And then they staged it like last year, last right. year, January, like 2020, January, when the COVID is not a thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I think I'm more like a theater guy instead of film guy. And yeah. the productions is not... Really Did you discover that while studying it? Yes, really yeah. true. Yeah, and that's and when you decided also that you wanted to be an actor, I guess. Or yeah. did you did you act as a as a child? Were you an actor already as a child? Or and I kind of started acting in primary school, like primary four. Okay. So it's, you are, yeah. it's like level four, like grade four. It's still yeah. great for yeah in any system, but it's just an extracurricular activity. Like after school, right. you have you have a, a theater group to go operating with the school. So we have a program to learn Chinese through the drama. So you can so they have the so they can have the chance to promote theater in school in primary school, yeah. and that's my first time to have experience of theater, and then. Yeah, if it, and then like we don't have much theater education in in any school. Like we don't have a subject called drama. We just <laughs> it, we just we all treat it as a extracurricular th activity. You do it after school or during meal time. If you're lucky, you if you're lucky and you can have a teacher. Yeah, have you can have a teacher to teach you for the drama festival like it was held every year but it is not but it's still not included in the curriculum like the syllabus of yeah the traditional schools we just want to keep it away from <laughs> yeah it's, it's just and generally like art is not very valued or cherished in our system we all we all cherish like uh, the memory, mem memorizing stuff, like the math stuff, but not real, not valuing humanity subjects or valuing art subject. Yeah, like, the visual arts is just or music are just some subjects we don't we don't care about in public exams. Right. Yeah, and then like, 
and theater is not even one thing. Not a not a formal subject to learn about. It's just that's crazy. It, it's it's just under some like applied learning. Yeah. It just and the grade is not that. It, you you can just have like even if a, a high score, you you're like like the middle ground because it's applied yeah. subjects. It's not the major stuff. Yeah. So, um, so we all started like we have the passion about it. So we do it after outside school. When we we have to be very very determined to pursue. I want to pursue a life, pursue a career, and we we're like coming out to like. Hey yeah. mom, I I want I want to get into the APA, and then facing all the problems like your parents will scold about scold at you and like yell at you like no you can't do it you you can't get a job you can't have a steady life no you can't and then we all have that fear in us right like we it's like coming all. out but you said yeah that's, like that's... just feel like coming out like we, we some people like they. They interviewed the three rounds of interview, and then they got they got the the mail about you're getting in, and then they still have don't have the courage to tell the parents. Wow, it's really like coming out. Yeah, it's crazy because you realize, like as you get older, uh, how entertainment is important to everyone. Like. Yeah. If you're on Netflix or any any streaming services, you watch entertainment. That's how you you spend your time most of the time. You know, you yeah. you entertain yourself, and that's great. You say no to your child to 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 not study, but what if there's no actor anymore? Like you're you're gonna watch a blank screen. You know, uh, that, that's crazy to me. Like entertainment is as important. I don't know. It's uh, it just drives me crazy. Like as any other job, is it is as important and uh, yeah. And maybe but, and especially during COVID, you know, it's yeah. uh, it's what keeps us going. So yeah. if you didn't have entertainment, I'm sorry, but uh, that's not great. I don't know because like the Chinese society, like yeah. it's very traditional. We want it to be. Very successful, like businessman, lawyer, doctor, like that you earn a lot of money, and then right. that will be a good life, like wealthy life. But when you are talking about theater, entertainment, they just yeah. all think, don't dream that big to be a star is is useless. Oh boy. Right, just, it's just some fancy stuff. Like this, yeah, they they would call it a fantasy instead of. Instead of a real life, I don't know. They Did you have any ability to become a doctor? Or <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I might have. I don't know. You might have? Yeah, I might have. Maybe an engineer, I guess. I don't know. Okay. Because Were you good at when, that? Yeah, because I when I was in my public, I took physics, chemistry, like... Oh, wow. Maths, uh, like module. We have a module about... Yeah, algebra, calculus, all that kind, and I I learn about, and I take I took the subject of information technology, and I'm like a very, very scientific. I have a scientific mind. I took scientific subject. I can handle it, like, 
quite well, I guess. So right. I, in some sense, I can, I can do great, I guess, in, sci- in science subjects or engineer subjects. But then I feel bored when I think <laughs> <laughs> oh, That's the thing for me. Yeah, I, I get what you're saying about the, the boredness. But also for me, when I was in high school, I tested it out. You know, I, I, I thought I loved math and then I was bored by it. And I, I wasn't good anymore because I wasn't like ambitious enough to to study and to just devote my time to it as i was devoting theater and then science just didn't do well with me i i it was so interesting but apparently wasn't going into my system it wasn't nothing was happening so and i was like doing so well in theater and i was doing so well also in english as a writer you know so um what can you do you know Uh, like I've tested it out. Like I'm not just going to force myself into the the science field because, first of all, I don't have the grades, and second of all, I can't. You know, so uh, yeah. I think, I think, like secondary school physics, chemistry is still fine to me. Like, oh, they're kind of interesting. Yeah. When I when I'm thinking, You're like bored. I have four years of laboratory. In university, yeah. I no way I can't do it. Like doing the experiments, say again yeah. and again and again, writing the lab report. Oh, oh damn! Why I, I why do I have to do that? Yeah, know. and by the way, we're not putting down the, the people that do it. It's just that it's not for us. They, like if if we didn't have those people, COVID would be very like existent right now, uh, more than I, it is. You know? Yeah, I enjoy I enjoy reading reading scientific articles like the scientific youtubers i like i like learning about science stuff but not labs <laughs> and they're yeah yeah crazy right yeah, yeah. <laughs> you were bored <laughs> yeah me too i was really bored <laughs> uh, so uh did your you you said uh, it was uh kind of rocky with your with your parents when did they finally gave in or did they finally gave in to you being an actor or filmmaker nothing stays buried forever especially not the past yesterday is not yet gone a mystery novel by gabriel vega host of the Very Creative Podcast. Available now. Paperback and digital. GabrielVega.com. Buy it now. I I was saying a general case. Some people... Oh, okay. I, I, I'm, it was I'm not glad, your case. I'm glad that my family is quite supportive oh, okay. on that. That's because, great. Yeah. And which is, I think, is very lucky for me. Like, they when they'll support me like when I'm spending another four years for another just bachelor degree, they still, okay, you can, you go with it. You, you work hard on that and they'll always support me. And th- when I have performance, they will come to s- watch my performance and they, and when you're rehearsing late at night and yeah. coming home like 12 or one, even one, at midnight, they they still won't scold me a bit. So I think it's very lucky for me. 
a bit. They they still will scold you a, a little bit. No, <laughs> uh, they they're like, oh, when can you come back home for dinner? It's very hard to meet you. Oh, look, and they're like, oh, <laughs> long time bad. no That's see. That's not bad. That's not bad. <laughs> long, long time no see. Finally meeting you. Are your parents really funny that they they make it a joke now? Yeah, they, yeah, that's so cool. Oh, yeah, that's great. Um, yeah, um, were your parents creative or they what they do? They they uh, they were my my dad retired. Okay, he's retired, and my mom is like a clock. It's a okay. clock. Yeah. Oh, she's a clerk. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And and I'm glad that I have a el- I have an elder sister, and she's working out and kind of kind of supporting the family finance, so okay. I can I can still work <laughs> no, on what I hands. like. Yeah. Yeah. I, I have to. Fr- I still have the freedom to work whatever I want. Thank her. <laughs> <laughs> what does she do? Yeah. She is. She's also a clock. It's he was working in a in a pu- publisher, book publisher or book publishing store. house. Yeah. 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 Kind of something like that. Yeah, something <laughs> like that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. Yeah. Well, it's He's still working. creative. Publishing is still creative. It's like the bookstore, like the office oh, okay. of a bookstore. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Still cool. Um, so yeah, so now you're studying acting. How, what's that experience been like, uh, doing theater and, and learning, finally doing, uh, educating yourself on what you wanted to do? It's been, it's been fruitful, I guess, and reflecting and reflecting who you really are, what kind of actor you are, what kind of person you are. And because we have different teachers uh, in every year for our voice, our movement, our acting in different subjects. And they're using different apo- approaches. Yeah. Like we have more like analytical, we have more physical approach. And now, and at at our last year, we we have in touch of Brechtian theater, like the Epic Theater. So it's di- is is very different, and and you start to reflect on yourself, like, am I? And I'm I'm thinking about, am I really wanting to be an actor? Am I? You know, when when you you get yeah. frustrated in lessons and you're I can't do it what is that I can't do it and then you you got frustrated and you're you started you, you start to hesitate and start to re, rethinking are you uh, are you capable are you really passionate enough to be enough to be an actor and it's, it's a whole lot of stuff running inside of my brain yeah where but are you good. at now I don't know. Like, I. It's like I want to act inside the scene, but I'm thinking, like, am I really wanting to show them to the audience, or am I confident enough to let 
the audience to see my performance, how how I present my character, how I present the story, and how much do I have to prepare before I'm confident enough to show to people? And there is something because we're at we're in the final year, and our teachers is leading us to think about what do you want to tackle in your acting, what right. what what acting problems are you still tackling, like after four years of three and a half year of study, which which is which is difficulties in in your acting. So all of us are thinking about. About all these kind of things, am yeah. I doing well enough? How can I improve? How can I be better? Or that kind. Yeah. Is, no, it's uh, it's hard. No, you you, you you realize that you you have a lot to learn, and you still yeah. You, yeah. you will feel like that all your life, though. And I'm I'm still afraid. Like I'm already twenty six, yeah. and then I'm and I'm and it's my last year here, and I. I don't know if I can really, really be a professional actor after my study. Like, oh, you don't I, feel this way. Okay, you feel this yeah, way. Yeah, like I'm still have the feelings of I'm. I haven't studied in love enough. I haven't learned enough. I don't. I'm. I'm still like scared about the uncertainty. Like. Right. The future about the future. Like you're scared about graduating. Like you still want to be a student. Please, I want to learn more first instead of getting into the business, getting into the professional field. Yeah. And yeah, but I think it's it's the fear of in every student, I guess. Right. So you you do you see yourself uh, after graduating not doing it and doing something else? Where are you at right now? Mm, every one of us hoping to stay in the stay in the industry, I guess. Yeah. But but it is hard to stay in the industry to make it. Yeah. Yeah. Because because we don't have many. We don't have many. We don't have many. I say not very many theater groups that. Yeah, or employing full-time actors, right. not really that much, and and it's just projects by projects, and then when you finish one project, you don't know if there is another one's coming, yeah. and may just a few lucky ones would have been a full-time actor, or you know you're a, you are very certain about I have another project. After this one, so I can have a stable income, or any kind. So, when you have no jobs on acting, you can you you still need to you still need to do any kind of things. Right. You, yeah, yeah. I'm I not sure. I'm not sure, but I think I'm open to it. Like right. when you when you when you don't have the opportunity, you still have to live. Like you can do whatever that earns you money. But don't forget the dream about being an actor. Yeah. It's, that's yeah. that's more important. Yeah, I, I do agree with that. What about film, though? Do you not as a director, but do you want to be an actor in film? 
because uh, the Chinese uh, film industry is huge, right? Yeah, yeah, but I'm 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 hesitating, like why? Because it's very because it's it's very different. Like I try to be an actor. I try to be a film actor. Yeah. When I even when back then when I was a film student, and and because it is the 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 process the. The process is very different than theater. Like, yes, yeah. and the production. Would argue that though that uh, film acting is simple when you've got theater theater training. Yeah, true. But but I don't know. You don't need to do much anymore. You know. Like, but the film directors would always say you are doing too much, like too theatrical. Yeah. To be more minimal, like. Yeah. And. And is another another skills to have camera camera acting. It's yeah. another skills to how to be natural, be in front of the camera, and right. and and they have That's a different yeah yeah. It has a different because when they they usually take shots that not continuously like you finish all your lines. Maybe yeah. you you are facing the camera and do it not not directly to you, not directly to your to your partner, like, yeah. and this is very different. And well, you just need to be yourself in film. Yeah, I don't. I don't. That's know. all you you need, need I, to do. It's like real life. I'm. I'm you still just have a camera on you. Yeah. Yeah, and then and then I don't know. Maybe sometimes they are like they're requesting. Can set? They're requesting something that is not. I don't know. I I still I just struggling it with film acting. I don't. You're know. not sure anymore. You're not sure. Yeah, right. I'm not very sure about that. We'll see. Yeah. Maybe I don't have much experience on that. You should. You should. You should go out there and see if it's for you, and yeah. maybe you like it. Yeah. Yeah, I just need some more time to warm up, I guess, for <laughs> yeah. film acting. I mean, finish your degree and then see, you know, yeah. one thing at a time. Yeah. You know, en- enjoy a life too. That's what yeah. I'm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Another another thing is like our classmates always always saying if being an actor is like. Enjoying your life and get the essence of life to put it into the stage. Right. Yeah. But but we are too busy as a students in theater school, yeah. and we don't have time to enjoy our life. And how can we do? How can we find the essence? And we are just busy after workshops, after scene works, after the scene work, after scene works, homework after homework, and we don't even have time for ourselves. That's what I'm saying. Finish your degree and then enjoy life a little, and then uh, yeah, real. Because <laughs> once you finish school and you're in real life, now you can start really enjoying real life, and you're you don't have deadlines that are like very pressured anymore, and you don't have to that intensity anymore. So you can you'll be able to do that. So yeah. Um. When did you learn English, and when did how did that yeah. happen? 
we all have English subjects, and but every one of us is trying hard to learn English. Yeah. But I think English is like the learning language here is different from learning other subjects because you. It is like there is a moment, there is a click that. Oh, I understand that in some way that how I can link it to my mother tongue. Right. Like it, it is in like grade four or grade five, and then and my and my aunts like they they gave me a book like they have all the grammar like very detailed. This chapter is about this grammar part, like in direct speech, and then the other part is about part of speeches, and I have to. I have to memorize all those irregular verbs. Like, it's not it's not a school stuff. Is because my aunt wants me to improve in English. So they they push me to learn more yeah. about English. And yeah, and I just try study hard, trust it. And every day I'm I'm dictating the how, what is the part. Yeah, and then and and after all the hard work, and suddenly there is a click. And oh, it's、right. not that hard. To understand it in some way, oh, I can do it. Like, oh, it's just very similar to Chinese in some way. I don't know.、Right. And then, how is it similar? I, it's difficult to say because it just、yeah. works in my in my brain. It's yeah. Not, no, but I know what you mean. But、uh, yeah. But I I'm glad that I have my aunts to push me that way. Yeah, was your family really good in English? I've,、uh, I, not really. Just no. Because my they just pushed you. My aunt, my aunt was was working in a law firm, right? So it's more. It was just more about more, business. Yeah, it's just more English papers or all the the documents. So、right. she has a better understanding on English, and she knows the importance of. Of learning English with the importance of it, so she tried to push me, and she want me to learn more about that, so I、right. can get an easier life after that. And I'm glad. And then after that, when I when I have that click, and then I try to watch YouTube's like, <sighs> I I think the better way people say that listening to English songs like is the best way to learn a language. I don't agree. I don't agree. But, I think Netflix changed my life. I will say that. Yeah, yeah. Watching films or like watching people talking in talking English, like、yeah. the YouTubers, like talking about their life, and you, you start to listen more, listen more, and then always, and you know about more about the language, and just. And I was in, in my secondary school. It、right. is in, in. It uses English as a medium of teaching, so, and so I have more chance to use English and speak in English, like, like communicating in English. So, my English is improving. But there is an other part of the school, secondary schools, is、okay. Chinese medium. So they use Chinese to, to study any other subjects like. The liberal studies, the maths, the science, the histories, all those stuffs. But in my school, I was learning all those stuffs into English. So, 
So after years of practice and practice and practice, so it, so it's getting better. And so I have more contact because I have more contact with English. So yeah, nothing stays buried forever, especially not the past. Yesterday is not yet gone. A mystery novel by Gabriel Vega, host of the Very Creative Podcast. Available now, paperback and digital. GabrielVega.com. Buy it now. Was uh, going to New York the first time you acted in English? Not really. Like, no. Was that already part of the the thing, the curriculum, acting in English or? Oh, 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 oh. acting because I was, I was, in a. English medium school, right. and we have we have an English drama club. Okay, and so we we are doing drama in English back. Oh, then. okay, right. Because we and there is a drama festival like held annually, and then yeah. we would do a drama piece in English. Yeah. So I just. We were writing in English, and you were already doing it. English. Yeah. So, so is. But now, what you're already, studying is uh, is in Cantonese, right? Yeah. It, there's yeah. no English class. Yeah, but, but when we are not really, when we are having a public performance, like the amateur group or right. or the or the professional groups, we we usually just do. Cantonese versions of everything. We don't, okay. we yeah, don't yeah. do English version. Right. Except there when there is when there is a foreigner in the group and then they would try to do a Chinese version and an English version. But but it is very rare cases. Very rare. Yeah. Right. So and, yeah. And I was uh-huh. lucky that before when I when I came to New York, I was yeah. in Texas. Just in, yeah, I was in Texas and yeah. I remember you told me that. Yeah. Yeah. Is another in it is another. That's program. another place to be. <laughs> yeah. And I, I'm, I'm joining my school to, uh, as an exchange students to go to Texas for a month right. on, we have four weeks of trading with different teachers on acting training and meeting. Was it a workshop? Yeah. Uh, like a, Five day workshop okay. times four, like in theater. Yeah, like this oh. week we are having a clown work kind okay. of stuff. And the other and other week, five days workshops about emotional truth, and then another five days workshops on right. physical acting kind of thing. Yeah, it's very different, and it is very fruitful. Another way, and we it, we we did communicating in. In English, and but mostly physical work, I guess. Yeah. Not really having textual thing with physical right. work and exercises. Yeah. Was it hard for you to be with other students? Because uh, I remember the first time I went to the U.S. Because here it's mostly French in Quebec, where I live, uh, and I my English wasn't great. Um, and so the first time I went to Florida to, to do, uh, I, it was not the first time that I went to Florida, but I went to Florida for a workshop and 
uh, acting workshop and it was a nightmare for me because like they didn't understand that I had another language that I that I spoke and it was very uh clear to them that I was not from there you know and uh it was very hard for me to act you know except physical comedy but it was very hard because nobody uh related to my experience and I had a I was still figuring English out you know and it was a great experience for me too because I it made me learn that uh, I needed to work on it and I I was still good at it and the acting the essence of the acting was still there it's just uh, there was something blocking me and that was the language you know yeah. uh and yeah it was uh I was I was 14 too but uh you know it was crazy um such a wild experience though to to be in a a country that is all english and to just be acting uh you've seen on screen hollywood but like now you're doing it it's crazy to it's you see the language barrier now and then, yeah even even when i was just 20 something it language is another still another barrier because when you're when you're studying the script it's not easy to memorize it in english and sometimes yeah. you just memorize some voices oh, that's the some thing sound, that's the thing the memory sound. yeah yeah just re- you're just remembering some sound in your head and then sometimes you just speak without knowing what you're really talking about right and then and and there is some words that you can you can never get it very exactly what does it mean and yeah. then when you check it on google like you you can't have a good result on that and then okay i'll just say it anyways yeah <laughs> and even even when I was in New York, the the monologues like we have to tackle, right? We have to tackle Shakespeare's monologues with a contemporary mm-hmm. monologue. Oh, that's, that's and yeah. Even the mono, the contemporary one is cho- is chosen by ourselves. You you just chose our contemporary monologue, but there's still some words that I, or some phrases that I don't really get it, and then the humor in it, yeah. and yeah. Because well, Shakespeare, some, some none of us do, yeah. but uh, yeah. you have to to dig really deep. I studied yeah. Shakespeare, but yeah, I get what you mean. It's uh, it's it, for you especially. <laughs> That's, yeah. uh, if you want to just throw him in there and uh, yeah. uh, him forgetting uh, that acting is a thing, you just throw him in there yeah, and just, uh, just, it, destroy his already, dream. You know, it's already hard to like getting to rhythm right and exactly and. And the and the compar- contemporary monologue, like when I say some words, I thought it was serious, and then the audience, the classmates, the teachers, is laughing. And then, why are they laughing? I I don't get the humor. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> and sometimes the language, is, and they're talking about the humor inside a text, and then I, okay, <laughs> not really understands it. Uh, understanding it but yeah. okay i'll let it go first right so what's the biggest difference between acting in hong kong and acting in the u.s or anywhere else you know but especially in the u.s because you've been there yeah uh i think because where I, I i was just five weeks we just had a five weeks intensive there and there are new all the new phases 
and the classmates are very supportive, and then, and you kind of have a freedom in doing whatever you want, right? And and the teaching style is different. It's more structured. I don't know because if it right. is because it's a f- intensive, and you have to very be very structured so you can learn everything well in a well planned way. So very. In every day, it's just packed and nine to five, very packed schedule, and you don't have much time for lunch even. So, and do you like it better in the US than in Hong Kong, or no? I find it's they have they all have their pros and cons, and I I like it both ways. Okay, uh, what's the pros? What's the cons? But, uh, because because that is so well planned like in US is a five day intensive and right. then we have a very real relaxing morning like doing the voice work or yoga work and then and then <laughs> we have and then we have a dance section so you can work up your body so you can have your body is energized and then we have singing section so we can and do some singings in the middle and and ending with acting class. And you ended the acting class in the afternoon after all the vocals, after all the movement stops, and you're kind of real in the energized body. You have you have a warmed up vocal body and it's so ready for acting. Yeah, I think overall is is good. But it's very busy. It's like very packed. And after after school, we still have the homework. The, like we have to memorize the lyrics, memorize the monologue. We have scene work, and right. all those stuff. We have new assigned monologues, and yeah, like every week we have to practice a new song. So it's very busy, and and also the dance moves, all those stuff, all too packed. Honestly, too packed. But right. in Hong Kong, uh, is a small loosened, loosened schedule. Like, uh, maybe you have two less hours, classes and yeah, less two hours. Yeah, two hours class, and then we have maybe a two-hour break. Wow. Uh, but it's but it's not that schedule, not yeah. that well structured because the timetabling, the timetabling, the teachers. Not not enough teachers for right. every every yeah. every form, and we ha- we don't have we don't have enough rooms for every classes, so it's kind of scattered somewhere else, and and then maybe okay. some two hours class and some break and then another class. Yeah, and and but I guess also in New York you were doing an intensive. That's uh, also why it was so intense. Yeah. <laughs> and. And then we have a day of work, and then we have rehearsal at night. Yeah. So, is another, another pacing, and then we have day. Somehow we can we have day offs, and we have some breaks, long breaks between lessons, be, before or before, before rehearsals. So, we have more times on our own stuffs, I guess. Right. And yeah, so it's different, but. They have the better, they some in some way better and in some way worse, I guess. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> That's interesting, though. That's really interesting. 
Um, so um, now let's talk about what happened in New York, Hank. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> what happened in New York, Hank? Nothing stays buried forever, especially not the past. Yesterday is Not Yet Gone, a mystery novel by Gabriel Vega, host of the Very Creative Podcast. Available now, paperback and digital. GabrielVega.com. Buy it now. Yeah. Oh my God. What happened in New York, Hank? Uh, did you get mug? What happened? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got my and and I was I was with my friends <laughs> and we are going going for a show and hoping yeah. to get a show and then on on our way some some guys on the streets just saying hey do you want some CD from us let's have a look <laughs> and then, and and then they threatened us to buy the CDs and then they're. And they didn't threaten us. You just, I think David actually is to blame. David is to blame. He he took the CD, <laughs> which you should never do. Yeah. Never. I've never done that in my life, except he did. He took the CD because he's so kind. I've yes. uh, I've burned him on this podcast before. He he knows he knows <laughs> that uh, that it's his fault. But he took the CD, and then what happens when you take a CD? Because then, those guys on the street, they sell music or whatever, their music, yeah. there's probably nothing on the CD. Yeah. And uh, he took the CD and then the guy asked him for money. Yeah. And, any, and any David money. gave like $20. I was like, <laughs> and I was standing at the corner watching you guys because you gave money after. I was like, what is happening? Why did they take the CD? Why did they take the CD? And I then, I don't, and I then they, they eventually I came to me for money. I was like, I'm not giving you money, buddy. And I gave $1 or something. He was like, oh, give my buddy money, blah, blah, blah. I was like, I, I don't I, want you. I don't, I don't know if I, if, I, if, I, if I took the CD or not. They just came to you me. Did. They just came to me and then just asked me for money to just... just Give it to you and what 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 and then give me money? Huh? You, how dare you? Don't give us money, huh? And just let me look at your, let, look at your purse, look at your wallet. How much money do you have? Give me money, give me money. <laughs> and then what? And then I was so threatened. How much and money did you give them? I forgot. Yeah, do, do I have records? I don't know. I don't know. You have records of that. <laughs> I think David gave $20 and if I remember correctly, you gave like $10 or something. I gave $2, I think, or five, I think. But uh, yeah, once they come at you, you, but we should have screamed. Honestly, we should have screamed. We were in Times Square. Yeah. There, There's a full people and we just like tourists, like just indulge in it. And I, I so stupid, so stupid. But it's valuable, I guess. You never get mobbed in any other places. No. It's because you are <laughs> it's in... It's such a story to tell, too. <laughs> yeah, but, and it is, it is good that I won't blame people. Like, why, why did you give money to him? You are so stupid. I, I kind of, like, because I have that experience. And then yeah. I, I, was, I was, like, stoned. Like, 
I don't know how yeah. to react. What what what's happening? What's happening? This dude trying to figure it out, and then yeah. like, okay, I'll give you money. What what's that? I don't know. Just give you, okay? Let me go, please. Let me go, please. <laughs> yeah, they wouldn't let us go. Jesus yeah. Christ. Anyway, yeah, <laughs> but I yeah, that was a a fun ex fun experience. Uh, no, it wasn't fun because we were at uh, we were eating pizza right after, and David was just murdering himself. Like he was like. <laughs> Why did I do this? Why did I take money? And you were like, "Fuck!" You, you were you weren't saying anything. I, I believe, like, yeah. yeah. I'll put a picture of us, but I have a picture of us right after that we look like so so uh, like hypnotized, and uh, we were like not saying anything. Oh boy, um, yeah. So that's it, man. Um, so how do you deal with uh, my my next question before we end with our game is how do you deal with anxiety when it comes to life and when it comes to acting? Yeah, it is still a problem. Yeah, but anxiety is can somehow boost you something like. And you, you take every burdens away, and then I'll do it anyways. I don't know what will happen. Just go, go with it. And to certainly, it provides another kind of courage to you to do anything on stage. But when you can't, when is not is not over that threshold, it will keep you keep you tense on stage. Yeah, especially if you don't know what to do. Right. And so, what do you do to solve that? Just breathe, I guess. Breathe. Just breathe, and and do whatever you remember to do on stage because you have rehearsal, right? So, okay, I I remember what's happening. Just try putting things together. What's this? What's the next? 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 And And that's even more stressful. That sounds even more stressful to me. I'm stressed right now hearing that. <laughs> and I don't know because I mean sometimes when you are anxious because you don't want to do it wrong. Yeah. But after the first mistakes, the anxiety will will go away. Just because okay, I can't be perfect. So yeah. whatever. Whatever. So exactly. Have you were nervous mistake. for this podcast. How how has it been, and how, how did you deal with it? Breathe. <laughs> <laughs> I was anxious, so breathe, and then listen. Like, yeah. let's let's try. Let's just do just, it. Yeah, do it. Yeah, you just sometimes when when you are doing what you should do, like concentrating on what you're doing. And suddenly you don't have the the availability to be anxious because yeah. when you're anxious, you're just worry about what would happen, worry about the all the mistakes that might have be, would have be, will have be, and forget what you're doing right now. Right. So just just listen what hap what's happening, like, and breathe and. Yeah. Do whatever, do whatever you need to do. Just then, and things will come and come and go, and 
and it will just flow in some way. Yeah, just breathe. Yeah. <laughs> um, before I add another question that I don't want to forget before I, I move mm -hmm. on to the end. Uh, how's the COVID situation right now in the in China? What's the, what's happening right now? Mm, it it is strange. Yeah, because people will treat us as China and China wants to treat it as China, but we're some kind of not China. Yeah. We're in, in, in a ghosty. Oh, you mean Hong Kong? It's not China. Yeah, Hong Kong. We, we don't, even if we don't say it out loud as a political thing, it's, it's not political, but when the Chinese government say that they have they have zero cases of covid right is we have covid every day yeah it's never and even never before stopped. this podcast you were wearing a mask when you yeah. came on it it never stopped so yeah. why is it zero cases and yeah. then and and the government like in guangzhou just very near us that we have we still we still have the quarantine policy like 14 yeah. days of quarantine right. and it, before you can get out you have to stay in the hotel okay. and then there's a, there's still a border between us and then wait how, you have to to quarantine before traveling is that it yeah. after okay. uh, when before traveling yeah because okay. oh, us it's summer. after the travel yeah but but it changes too often time? like yeah i don't I don't, I don't, I don't even get in touch. Like, we have new policy every week, even in Hong Kong. Like, yeah. and how many people are we getting together? How many seats are available for each? For each, how many seats are available for the t table? And how how many we have? What what should, what is that? Like, we have the maximum of four people getting in touch on street, yeah. or two people. And now it's two people, like, like, you. If you have three people, you can be charged. Right. To walking too near. To oh each other. wow! You can be charged. Yeah, because can get like, a ticket. Yeah, because. Wow. For the social distancing, like you don't, we don't want too many people to get in together. Yeah. So, but it changes. The number changes every week or every month. Like, yeah. We have two. We have four. We have six. And I, it, you have you have to very have to get updated like every week. Oh, you need to know when have the new policy is is coming. When is when it is not? And we have we even don't have we have we even have no idea what's happening in Hong Kong, and we don't have much information about the China, China mainland China. Yeah. And they're but what's saying, the situation in Hong Kong? The situation now is we're getting cases every day, like 40 cases or 60 is just going like 40 to 60 cases, uh, new cases every day. Okay. Yeah. And because here it's like a thousand cases every day. Yeah. yeah. So it's, 40, you, you're saying. It's 40 today. I, the number. Because we have new cases every day. Right. And. But 40 and, to 60, that's what you're saying. 
Not a yeah. thousand. I've knew that. I don't know the community. Co- Uh, accumulated cases. I don't. I don't. I don't even know the numbers. I can okay. check. I can check, but I, um, is it is it a lot or is it not? Yeah, because it is count as the fourth wave of oh fourth wave. Wow, fourth wave. Because after after every after every important days like the like this. Uh, Christmas after Christmas we have parties together after, so as it will have more cases after those parties. Those right. Yeah. Yeah. Days. Yeah. And what has it been like for you? Sorry to cut you off. What What has it been like for you to be an actor in this COVID world? Is it? Uh, is it? Has it changed anything? Yeah, it changed a lot because yeah. because. The theaters are closed, right? Is forced to close by the government, and and it changes. Like we open and close again, we open and close again, and we are the and the government is banning any any performances in in Hong Kong. So there are many many shows got cancelled, and. Even school productions are cancelled, right? And and after all the efforts in a month or so, and you don't have you have no idea of when will the theatre get closed. Yeah. And and the policy changes. The school policy changes too. Like every year, like every semester, we can have a we usually have a production. Right. For every student, like we're auditioning, so if you are lucky enough, you get two at least two productions for a year, mm. and then what now? Because la- and last year, every productions got cancelled, right? And due to the social problems and the COVID thing, the year and, that never existed, yeah, sure, yeah, <laughs> and every show got, we have like. Eight shows, right? Or nine shows, but they all got cut and right. not really performed. So, are you so doing virtual shows now? Or? Some some performance got virtual shows, but some got cut. So right. It it cancelled. So, not having the opportunities to show on stage, even. So. So in this year. Right. We have a new policy. Like every students only participate in one show only, one performance only, and and try to avoid that because after the semester, for first semester, the, if the show got cancelled, we still have the opportunity to let the students to perform it. Right. When when the when the when the venues are available, so you can strike in, perform it. And then strike out. Right. So we have a year to get prepared for any chances. So just yeah. okay, the the theater is open now. So we, let's perform. So another. So even when we are graduating, we just have right. one graduating performance. When are you graduating, by the way? Do you know? This this July, I guess. This July. This July. Wow. This July. 
half awesome. a year to go. Yeah, congratulations, man. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> so okay, uh, we'll end with our game. Uh, what's uh, a movie that makes you feel good? Like you want to like relieve anxiety and you just want to feel good. What's a movie that makes you feel good? Melancholia. Melancholia. Have you heard heard of that film? Yeah. Yeah. And it is an important film for me because when I was facing my public exam, this is which film film is that? I I mixed up. Is it uh, the the film about the, the apocalypse? Or the other anxiety and anxiety woman, and and a very scared about it, scared about the melancholy that star crashing on the earth. Oh, okay, that film, right? Okay, yeah, is with uh, Kirsten Dunst, right? Yeah, the, uh, Mary Ma- Mary Jane. Yeah, Mary Jane and the <laughs> Spider Man. Yeah, exactly. Okay, I had another film in mind, but yeah, go ahead. And then, like, it's a special film for you for what? Because I was facing my public exam right. and and I was anxious and and the protagonist is very anxious about the marriage, very anxious about the apocalypse. Yeah. And and the last last scene, like when he was he was anxious when everybody's not taking it seriously. And when the star finally coming, everybody's so scared and she can face it so calmly. Right. And peasing the people around her and then accepting the fate of the star coming. And then, wow, that picture, like the, the imagery, like, yeah. Don't be afraid to be anxious. Yeah. And when you, when you can face the anxious, you can peace the others. Yeah. Like when the, when the problem really comes, you can face it with tranquility, I say. Wow. And it, it, is, it is very powerful to me. And then wow. and suddenly I have a feeling that I can face my public exam with peacefulness. Like with That's peace. crazy. Wow. Yeah. It's very, it's a, it's very good to me, the film. Okay, it's, what's it, uh yeah, go. And it is a and this is in a very critical moment and I watched it in theater. Like, right. oh my god. And then yeah. What's a feel good TV show that you have? A TV show that makes you feel good? TV shows. I don't watch very much America or British or any kind. But yeah, is there a t- uh hong kong show or chinese show that makes you feel good but the the, i have a sex education sex education and it's it's a good show yeah and because i was i I was in on netflix scrolling like what should i watch and then and then one night i clicked on the first episode and it's wow the first the first episode is great already Stunning, astonishing, and then, and I watched four episodes at one night, and then I can st- I can't stop it, and watch the other four the next wow. night, and then I'm scared to click on the second season. <laughs> season, 
Yeah, I haven't even I, watched it because I know how draining it is. <laughs> can watch that. I, I think I can. I can do the all eight episodes in in one day. Yeah, but probably. I I I need to concentrate on my on my study. Don't don't <laughs> don't. That. Yeah, I get that. What's a feel good song that you have? A song that uh, you just listen and makes you feel good. There are many, like yeah, many songs. Have you heard of the group called Oh Wonder? No. Oh Wonder is a is a group of a a guy and a girl. Like right. They have the first album, self titled album Oh Wonder, right. and the whole disc. And it's like when I listen to it, like oh, when I when I'm when I'm sad or when I when I need some long time or. I can listen to it on a nice street, strolling on street, and it's very good. And okay. just the whole oh, wonder. Oh, wonder. Okay, I'll check that out. Great. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for for thank coming you. on my podcast, man. That's that was really fun. Really, uh, a different conversation for me, and it's uh, it's great. Like, uh, thank you. yeah, you're you're very interesting, and I wish you. Uh, the best of luck uh, with your your studies, and I can't wait to see you again in person when it's safe. And uh, yeah, I want to, I want to. Yeah, it's, uh, with, the, yeah. with the writing, with your podcast, I thank wish you. you everything well. Yeah, congrats on uh, graduating soon, and uh, yeah, uh, keep me updated on all you do. Yeah, and uh, yeah, Hank Wong, thank you so much for coming on. Thank Bye. you. You've been listening to. The Very Creative Podcast with Gabriel Vega. To find out more, go to gabrielvega.com slash podcast or find us on social media at The Very Creative Podcast. You can also watch the podcast on YouTube. Just search for The Very Creative Podcast and subscribe.